and welcome back to another Hot for Justice. Hi, this is Jessica. And this is Jaime. I am not eating garlic bread today, so... Damn. I know. And also, we're trying a new thing. We're recording through Zoom today, so if it's... Let us know what you like better, sound-wise. Yeah, because we obviously don't know until, like, it goes up. Yeah, but I'll also let you know because I listen to and then I'm like texting Jamie like you can hear my dogs barking or you can hear my baby crying or you can hear me chomping on like I just point out all of our flaws. So I mean somebody has to and a lot of you are too nice to do that. So yeah, you know, we just got to soul search ourselves and we're sorry, but we're not sorry. We do our best. (gasps) We have a screen recap for you. Yes, we do. Coming on Wednesday. First three episodes of Tiger King. We did jointly with Zach from Weekend Plans mm-hmm. and Jackson from Jamie and Jackson's podcast called Muggle Probs. So what up? It's the crossover of the century or the decade or the it's, quarantine what at least. you call it? Hot Muggle Weekend? Hot, hot Muggle Plans. Hot Muggle Plans. So go listen on Wednesday. It's the first three episodes of Tiger King. So mm-hmm. if you have not gotten on that train get on it right now it's also, so what good the fuck are you doing if you haven't seen tiger king yet right i mean like if you're one of those people who don't have netflix i mean i guess but but guess what you can do like a 30-day free trial do and it. sign up watch it and then just delete, delete your account like who cares what i do all the time that's what i, I was s- gonna do last <laughs> week with audible and then jamie called me out on it <laughs> oops <laughs> um but I did see somebody tweet today that they were like, I watched all of Tiger King and like, I just don't get the hype. Like, yeah, like it's kind of crazy, but like, I've heard like crazier things. I'm like, bitch, where? Right. And like, what can you tell us? Cause I would be interested in that. No, like literally one of the replies was like, oh, someone like gets their fucking arm chewed off by a tiger. And like, they casually have to like kick everyone out of the park. And like, you've seen something just as crazy as that. And they're like, yeah. Like, like what? Elaborate. Like, you yeah, can't just please tell us. elaborate. Please, we're all in quarantine. Help us. <laughs> I need the entertainment. <laughs> right, honestly. You know, Netflix, I bet you started the coronavirus. Hear me out. They wanted us all at home to watch The Tiger King. They dropped it right at the right time. Everybody mm-hmm. could watch it. Now it's gone. Like, it's huge. Huge. You heard it here first. Welcome to Conspiracy Corner. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a conspiracy person, but I bet you that's what happened. I bet you're one of those people that believes that, like, 9-11 was a hoax and that um, Paul McCartney is actually dead, or is that the one the Beatle that's dead? I think so. No, that's not... Paul McCartney's still alive! No, have you not heard the th- conspiracy that he's dead? No. Dude, okay, so there's a documentary that Zach made me watch when we first started dating, because I do love the Beatles, and he was like, oh, if you heard the conspiracy that Paul McCartney's dead, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Right. You can rent it on iTunes. It's like $4 oh. to rent it. Oh, God. I'm it's fucking awesome. wild from start to finish. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not into conspiracy theories. They do a deep dive into how Paul McCartney's actually dead, and how the Paul McCartney we all know and love is actually like an imposter Paul McCartney. It's very interesting. interesting. I don't buy it, but and it's Zach very interesting. watch that for you? He, well, he had seen it, like, when I think he was probably in high school. Because uh-huh. he made me watch when we first started dating. So I was 18 at that time. So he would have had to seen it before that. You are a little baby. We were babies. You were a little baby. Um, oh, yeah. So it's fucking wild. I forget what it's called. But, like, if you Google it, it'll pop up. You know, I don't really know. I don't know about that. You know about that? <laughs> um, 
anyways, it's wild. So if you are into that kind of thing, I definitely recommend it because it's a wild ride. But That's fair. I again, I don't subscribe to that theory. I don't think Paul McCartney is actually dead. But have you heard, speaking of, this is oh, semi-related. Have you heard the conspiracy theory that Avril Lavigne is dead and that her, like, the Avril we know is a body double also? I have not. That is, why? If why? I can find, if I can find a link to, there's like a Twitter thread that came out like a couple years ago. I'll send it to you. It's fucking bananas. Please do. Th- I'm, why? 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 Put too much time on their hands. That's why. Why? 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 Very interesting. Sorry, I'm <laughs> ordering dog food right now before I forget. No, you're fine. Um, anyways, I think that's all we have to report on. Um, so... Yeah, this Wednesday will be the first half of Tiger King. Next Wednesday should be part two of the Tiger King screen recap situation. And the week following um, will most likely be... The Chris Benoit one. Yes, which I think I talked about on last week's episode, like regular episode. It's the Dark Side of the Ring. It's available on Hulu. Uh, per Jackson, you can also watch it on YouTube. I have not checked that out myself. But I don't know why he would lie to me about that. So, yeah. I mean, it's possible, but whatever. Um, it's two episodes. Each episode's like 30, 35 minutes. It's a quickie. I gotta do that. Yes. Um, I will, again, forewarn you, it's a big fat bummer, but it's very interesting and kind of wild. So. Interesting. Okay. Um, not nearly as wild as Tiger King. Uh, Nothing will be as wild as that. Never, ever, ever. Anywho. Is uh, it my turn? Yeah. And you are up first this week. So go for it, boo-boo. All right, I did The Disappearance of Tara Calico, which okay. is not Californian. Ooh. Sorry, not sorry. This is a pretty interesting slash famous one, so y'all probably will know what I'm talking about as soon as I start talking about it. Okay, Tara disappeared near her home in Bellin, New Mexico in 1988. Nope. She had left her home about 9.30 a.m. to go on her daily bike ride along New Mexico State Road, State Route 47. Mm-hmm. She rode that route almost every morning, so um, someone easily could have, uh, you know, watched her or figured out what her daily routine was. Right. Typically, she was accompanied by her mom. Um, Her mom stopped riding with her, though, after she felt like she was being stalked, is the word that was used, by a motorist. Um, She advised Tara to think about maybe carrying, like, mace with her, but Tara said no. And then she kept riding that route. Oh, Sounds like we'll come to regret this decision. Yes. Um, the morning that Tara disappeared, like I said, we, she left at 9.30 in the morning. She told her mom that she was if she wasn't back by noon to come pick her up because she needed to be back by 12.30 to um, play tennis with her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So by noon when she didn't return, her mom went to look for her along that bike route, mm-hmm. um, but then her mom couldn't find her, so she contacted the police. Um, uh, on a search, pieces of Tara's Sony Walkman, which for you youngins who don't oh, know gosh. what a Walkman is, it's so you can play a cassette tape, and if you don't know what that is, you should Google it. Um, <laughs> I'd bar- my first Walkman, it was not a cassette tape one. I had a CD player yeah, Walkman. Me too. Oh. Actually, I had multiple because I me fucking too. broke those left, right, and center. Me too. Me too. Yeah. I remember when the iPhones came out, I had like, by then, you know, you get your first big clunky mm-hmm. I, um, iPod. Yeah, iPod. I got one of those. And then I was like, I'm never going to get an iPhone. Like, what, what a waste. You just like carry your, your phone know. and your iPod together. Like, it's not that big of a deal. And then now we, Here are. we are now. It's, here we are now. 
What a world. Um, <laughs> yeah, I remember I had, like, I went through a couple of, like, the smaller iPods, because I didn't start with an iPod when they were the clunkers. Oh, I, like, I just didn't one. have one. My like, mom still I just, has it. Oh, my God. No, um, I was not hashtag blessed enough to have one yet. So I just had to, like, listen to iTunes on my computer or, like, make CDs or whatever and listen oh, yeah. to them on my Walkman. Or I had, like, a stereo in my room that had, like, a six-CD changer. Oh, bougie. Yeah, I was fucking happening. That's why my mom was like, you don't need a fucking iPod. Like, what? So I didn't have one for a while until the mini came out. Oh, I got one of those, too. I begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged and begged. And yeah. they got me one. Well, I think the same thing. I didn't really see the need for it either up until about middle school when I was finally like, okay, I want an iPod mini. And I had one for, like, five minutes. And then, like, those, like, they were, like, were not made well. Because, um, like, I remember I immediately got, like, an iPod Nano, I think. Like, right after that, because mine kept breaking and, like, we kept, like, exchanging it for a new one. Because back in the day, if you bought something at Costco, you could, like, exchange it indefinitely. Oh, cool. But now you have, like, a year to exchange things. Gotcha. Um, it's probably, close, like, a shorter window now. Yeah. But, like, in the early 2000s, like, they would let you return shit until the cows came home. Um... And, <laughs> yeah, I have, like, a distinct memory of, like, returning many an iPod mini, and they're like, maybe you should try something else. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, I can't hear you now. Did you mute yourself? Oh, I did accidentally mute myself, might be. Ha, 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 ha. Anyways, so, after, like, 800 million iPod minis, I had an iPod Nano, and then the iPod Touch came out, and I shit my pants, oh, yeah. and I was like, I oh, need I got those. one of those, too. Uh huh. And it's spoiled. Oh, I say hashtag only child issues. <laughs> Seriously, I remember the I was such a jerk to my parents. I got like I wanted the Nano because I ran cross country and it would be easier to run with it. Right. And I begged and begged. I'm like. I remember distinctly we were at a cross country meet in Tahoe and I was like talking to my mom and I'm like, I want to go get an iPod. When I get back, can we go to Modesto and go get one? Cause you know, back then we live in the sticks. So it we was had a production. Yeah, it was. And she was like, no, I don't want to do that this weekend. Blah, blah, blah. I threw the biggest fit. I was so rude. And then I got home to find that they had bought me one while I was gone as a surprise. And I was like, wow, I'm a terrible <laughs> That is so funny. But the worst so, part is you probably didn't realize it until like five years after that you were, because at first you're like, I deserve this. <laughs> nah, it was like a little bit, a bit of both. It was like, well, yeah, thanks. But like, you could have told me, but also. So I didn't make an ass of myself. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, so it went, mom, when you listen to this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> and I love you. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, I, yeah. So, wow. But yeah. I was, Anyway, um, well, yeah, especially because we had the iPod touches, so we were like, "Oh, who the fuck needs an iPhone when you have an iPod Touch? It's the same shit." Exactly. But then, you know, Six actually, Wes bought me my first iPhone for. Oh my god. And he put me on his phone plan. He's such a cutie pie. Is that when he was first getting married? No, it was before he got married. Damn. I know he loved me. What happened? Ten years <laughs> later, he's stuck with me now. <laughs> He got me pregnant. Now he has to, you know. I mean, you got that new iPhone, so I mean, I guess the, everything still is fine. I did. No, he, you know what's so funny? One year, my parents gave him a birthday card, and it was like, or maybe it wasn't a birthday card. I don't know. It was a card of some sort, and it basically was like, thanks for marrying our daughter. No returns. <laughs> I was like, ouch. Okay. Anyways, That's hella okay. funny. Back to my story. Yes. Sorry. <laughs> um, her Walkman with a tape well and a tape 
like pieces of it were found along the road, like scattered. Sure. So they thought that maybe that was an attempt by Tara to leave breadcrumbs of her trail. Mm. Okay. Um, several people saw her riding her bike that day, but the bike has never been found. Um, and no one witnessed her being abducted, which is presumed like what's presumed to have happened to her. Right. Um, several witnesses ha- did observe a light-colored truck with a camper shell that was following closely behind her. They said it possibly could have been like a Ford, like a f- 1950s Ford truck. Mm-hmm. So I mean, remember this is like the late 80s, so that that was pretty reasonable. Yeah. Um, in June of 1989. So this is. You know, next year. Next year, yeah. A Polaroid photo of an un- unidentified young woman and a boy, both bound and gagged in the back of a van where it was widely televised to the public after the picture was found in a parking lot in Port St. Joe, Florida. No, thank you. Yeah. So, um, many people thought that, after it was televised, many people thought that the woman was Tara, like her family thought it was Tara, so they contacted her mom who got in touch with police she was shown the picture um and she believed it was her daughter she said that there was a scar on the woman's leg in the photo that would have been identical to one that tara had um the woman that found the photo said that it was in a parking spot where a white windowless toyota cargo van had been parked right uh, when she arrived at the store she said that the van had been driven by a man with a mustache in his 30s the police set up like roadblocks or whatever. They never mm-hmm. found the van or the man. Uh, and according to Polaroid, the picture had to have been taken after May of 1989 because the film was that was used, like the film that the picture mm-hmm. was on, was not available until then. Oh shit! So it would have been taken like a month, like at at most a month before it was found. That's fucking bonkers. And honestly, the fact that they know that is like very fucking cool. Right? I know. It is cool. Um, the boy in the photo was thought to be Michael Henley, who was also from New Mexico when he went missing. He mm-hmm. disappeared in April of 1988. Mm-hmm. Um, his mom almost, uh, she said she felt almost certain that it was her child in the picture. However, it was determined to be unlikely because his um, remains were found uh, in, I think, like the, it said the Zuni Mountains, which, um, in June of 1990, which was okay, another year after later. that, um, he, he was about seven miles from his family's campsite, which is where he had disappeared from. Um, okay. Police believe that he just had wandered off and died of exposure. They they don't oh, that sucks. He kidnapped. It was it's really sad. Um, yeah. Scotland Yard had analyzed this photo and concluded that the woman was Tara. However, an analysis by the Los Alamos National Lab disagreed, mm-hmm. and then the FBI anal- analyzed the photo, and it was found to be inconclusive. That's uh, so the, annoying. Yeah. The case has had a lot of TV coverage. It's been on Unsolved Mysteries, America's Most Wanted, 48 Hours, but it's still a cold case. No arrests That's have been crazy. made, and the case is open. And I think that the, you know, the big draw to this case is why it's so interesting is because of the photo. The yeah. photo is really eerie, and you can just Google it, and it'll come up. What's her name again? Tara Calico. Um, if you, we will include the obviously the photo on our Instagram feed. But holy it's, shit, it's, yeah, looking yeah, at this photo right now, holy fuck. But you don't like you also don't know if somebody was just messing around, which is hard to like right say. But like in, I mean, in those days, it's not like you can find where the picture was taken or like any of that stuff. Yeah. Um, 
In 2008, the sheriff of Valencia County reported that he had received information that two teenagers had accidentally hit Tara with their truck while she was riding her bike. They panicked and killed her or that she had like accident, accidentally, like she died subsequent, like right. accident. Um, they allegedly knew her as well. So um, they, he said that he knew, like he had names of the people who allegedly hit her, but without her body, he could not make a case and there was not strong enough circumstantial evidence that would have been good enough for conviction. So nothing ever came of that. People were kind of mad that he, they, like, he even said something. Cause they're like, if you don't have enough evidence, like why even bother saying anything about Damn. it? Damn. So people were kind of pissed at, about that. So, yeah, that's that case. The uh, the woman or nor the boy have been identified in the photo either. So, um, I mean, it's possible it's Tara, but right. Like, so I'm looking at the photo right now, and I have a hard time believing that it's her. Yeah, it's it it. I like mean, the nose and the eyebrows look different to me. I'm gonna pull it up right now. Um, it's just. Yeah, like, I, I don't know because like here's the thing: her... it's the angle and like the the woman. They're both like tape. They have tape, but the. I'm gonna send you a link through here. I don't know if I can do it through the chat. Let's see. Oh no, that won't work. Oh, I'm gonna screen share with you real quick. Okay. Um. Oh, yeah, shit. I, I mean, they look scared. Yeah, they look terrified, but like, um, her eyebrows and especially the eyebrows look so different yeah let's see um yeah okay. they do hers are round and uh are you, can, you, can you see pictures. my screen? yes no? okay yeah, great I can. yeah like look at those eyebrows like they're so different I don't know though like the eyebrow tail is completely different and then like that nose like the nose in the picture with the girl looks more buttony to me yeah but it also could just be like how her face is positioned i mean maybe i don't know and like she looks darker but you know like, i mean like one's, that could a, be one's a glamour shot and one's not oh my god <laughs> i don't know I, I don't know i'm just i'm just saying it's possible I mean, it's, it's definitely possible. I'm not saying it's impossible. Probable? Who knows? But it's very difficult to tell with the tape over her. Um, I agree. And like, because it covers the, half of her face. And the angle, the angle that. Yeah, but, but that's Crazy Town. I, I feel like I've heard of this. I just didn't know her name. Yeah, yeah, you probably did. I mean, the, you're right though. The eyebrow, the the girl's eyebrow is where very straight compared to. Yeah. The girl in the picture. Anyways, um, we will post. The both pictures yeah um and the you know obviously the little boy it's sad i think too though because you don't know who the little boy is and, no, and they've never, never really focus on her not the boy when yeah they both should be focused on but yeah so um that's my case uh go take a look all right so all right mothman <laughs> oh yeah, I'm uh, wearing a shirt that Jess got me for my birthday last year that has the Mothman on it. Um, it was designed by what MFM animated. Yeah, Is that right? yeah, yeah. It's so funny. It's very it says funny. Spy bitches on it. Yeah, and you can see the little hairy legs and like you know the Mothman clearly like flipping everybody off. It's great. I thought it was so cute. I was like, Zach, I love which, it. Well, Jamie liked this, and he was like, Oh yeah. 
Yeah, I was really upset because I misplaced it for a while, and it was, like, in the back of a drawer. Like, it got shoved in the back. Because I was like, oh, my God, did I fucking lose it? Like, I was so upset. Oh. And then I finally found it last week, and I was just like, oh, my God. I found it. That's a good feeling. Oh, my God. Like, I literally almost cried because I was so excited. It's a good feeling. Yes. Because I was like, did I lose it? Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. You're good. You're good. Um, So, this is a case found via the Reddit. Shocker. The Reddit. (laughs) Um. (laughs) Hi, baby. Oh my goodness, there's a beeb. I have, we have a guest star. She's the cutest. Deposited into my lap. <laughs> she looks a little cranky. I like her sweater. Thanks, it was mine when I was a baby. Are you kidding? No, yeah, no, it's a it's UC, so For those cute. of you who don't know, it's like a vintage UC Berkeley sweater. That is so cute. Oh yeah, my, my, my mom said a coworker of hers got it for me when I was a baby, and she passed it on to me, and it's so dang cute that. Emerson wears it quite often. I'm dying. That's so cute. Hi. Okay. Anyways, hit us with your story. I'm going to mute myself for a bit just in case. No worries. Her so, new thing is screaming like she's <laughs> so. <laughs> um, so this was posted by the Reddit user Mocha underscore underscore, I believe. Um, so this was actually posted today, like as the day we're recording this. I thought this one was super interesting. So the title is on October 30th of 1973. Cynthia Burren was found tied and beaten to death inside of a trunk of an abandoned car. She was 39 at the time of her death. Her killer has never been found. So, October 20th of 1973, Cynthia Burren's two sons reported their mother missing after not having seen or heard from her for three days. Ten days later, her body was found inside the trunk of a car parked outside of the market basket located at 11315 Ventura Boulevard in Studio City, California. She had been tied and beaten to death. Little is known of what has happened to Cynthia Burren or much about her life outside of publicity. A showgirl, writer, studio production employee, actress, and producer, although the writer can find no credits to any of those things. Um, There's a Wikipedia page on her. Um, I kind of skimmed through that, too. It says that she did a lot of, you know, like, showgirl work and stuff like that, but she hasn't been, like, accredited to any of those, like, actual studio production things or writing or anything like that. Um, But she was noted as being a showgirl of sorts. Um, apparently she also hosted a call-in talk show on KPLM-TV in Palm Springs. At the time of her death, she is listed as working as a saleswoman at a local department store. She was 39 years old at the time of her death. She had gained some attention throughout her life. She was married twice, once to a dentist, and the second to an actor and bodyguard to, um, Alan uh, Dellen, Milos, uh, Milos Milos, um, until his death in 1966. Though she had already filed for divorce, claiming the actor had been arrested by Inglewood police on charges of assaulting her. Although his affair with Mickey Rooney's wife, Barbara Ann Thompson, more than likely caused strain on the relationship as well. And Mickey 19... Rooney? You don't know who Mickey Rooney is? No. Enlighten so, um, I'm going to go ahead and pull up his Wikipedia page and read the first sentence for you and see if it brings any, brings any bells for you. Fair. Mickey Rooney was an American actor, um, vaudevillain, comedian, producer, and also radio personality. In career spanning nine decades, continuing until shortly before his death, he appeared in more than 300 films and was amongst the the last survivors of the silent film era. He was born in 1920 and died in April of 2014. Doesn't sound familiar, but that's okay. Okay, great. Um, I was aware of him because he has been an actor in, like, many, many, many things. Um... I will, after we're done with this, you should Google him and look at his, um, you know, repertoire of what he's done. It's very extensive. Okay. 
1966, Milos Milos and Barbara Ann Thompson were found dead in Mickey Rooney's Los Angeles home in an apparent murder-suicide. The official inquiry found that Milos Milos had killed Barbara with Mickey Rooney's 38 revolver before committing suicide. The rumors have long spread that they were killed from a uh, killed for their affair. Not long after, Cynthia was arrested on a burglary charge um, and was found not guilty. In the late 60s, Cynthia had a brief affair with actor Corey, Cary Grant after his divorce from actress Dylan Cannon. Have you at least heard of Cary Grant? Yes. Okay, great. <laughs> Arsenic and old lace. Yes. I was saying, and so Mickey Rooney is of the same, like, okay, era. I got you. I got you. Um, in 1970s, Cynthia filed a paternity suit against Cary Grant two days after his announcement that he was ending his 12-year boycott of the Academy of Motion Pictures, Arts, and Sciences. She claimed that this child that she was carrying was Grant's child and that if the child was a boy, she would name him after Grant. He pulled his name from the award ceremony that year due to, quote, personal reasons, something that many were quite angry about and blamed, blamed Cynthia for. A former friend of Cynthia's claimed that she was a con woman. Others claimed that she followed stars around. Most people thought that Grant should ignore the, the scandal, but of course he didn't. He accepted his honorary Oscar, and the scandal came to a close when Cynthia gave birth to a daughter that failed to show up to court, or, and then she failed to show up to court on three sep separate occasions to provide a blood test. Santa Monica courts dismissed the case that um, Cynthia, and had Cynthia remove Grant from her daughter's birth certificate. It was rumored that Grant paid her not to attend court for the blood tests, but there's nothing to confirm that. Damn. Probably, though. <laughs> Probably. Um, but that whole thing is fucking wild. Like, yeah, what the fuck? Crazy. I didn't know that. I had never heard of that either. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so what had happened to Cynthia Burren from this very public case to her death, it's hard to find information on this. At some point, she began working as a saleswoman in a department store, although this um, it can't, can't be confirmed which one or how she went from one place to another before her last contact with her children on October 17th of 1973. The car that she was found in had been abandoned since at least October 24th, so six days before she was found, and she was uh, discovered on October 30th. She laid undiscovered in the trunk for at least a week. Oh, God, that's yikes. Yeah. They never stated who owned the car or if they ever found out who did, but it definitely wasn't Cynthia's. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Police have found no leads, and the case, has fizzled, uh, the case fizzled nearly as soon as it opened. How do they not know whose car that was? Like, everything... What? So, I could be wrong about this, but I feel like car registration shit was, like, definitely, like, probably not nearly as good as it is now. Like, information-wise. Um, that's, yeah, maybe. Because this was, you know, 1973, so, I mean, I mean, I don't know, obviously, but I'm assuming that at least maybe it was harder to find out. Maybe there was a missing pink slip. I mean, who knows? Yeah. Okay. Um, do, 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 do. There's very, very little on the case, or Cynthia really as a person, other than, obviously, her Hollywood scandals. Um, this was a woman who seemed to have ties to many famous people and apparently worked around Hollywood for some time. Her murder left two sons and a daughter without a mother, who last saw her and brutally attacked her. What happened to her? Where did she go on October 17th? Um, why did her case get so little attention and seemed uh, to have very little work put into it at all? She seems to have known plenty of well-known people, and her opportunity suit against Cary Grant had only happened a few years prior, so it certainly uh, shouldn't have been forgotten by then. So... There's not a lot of information on this case. Um, again, we'll post links to the Reddit and the Wikipedia in her obituary, but there's I bet people were paid off to, like, look the other way. Probably. And I really don't doubt that Cary Grant definitely paid her off Yeah. to, like, not show up to court. Even if it wasn't his kid, he, like, probably didn't want that on his name. He's probably like, here, have some money 
like, really please good. shut the fuck up. Bye. <laughs> yeah. I, but, I truly believe that in my heart of hearts. I mean, I, I doubt that he had anything to do with her, like, going missing, but I guess, like, when you're a person like that, like, people know you, you're probably involved. I mean, if you, like, she was probably involved in something that yeah. someone was like, yeah, I'm just gonna whack her. Yeah. And they probably knew people who were kind of, like, made it go away. Because I find, if it, 1973, I really find it hard to believe they didn't know who owned that car. Right. And I think so, too. Like I said, like, I think probably it's being chalked up to, like, missing paperwork or whatever. Right. Because, um, you know, they probably looked whoever last was known to own, and they're probably like, I don't know, like, I got rid of that car years ago or, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, so it's one of those just, like, funky things. Because, like, I agree, it's too recent to have be that mysterious. Yeah. Really, uh, right. I mean, if it was, like, 1960, I don't know. I feel like 10 years makes a lot of difference. I think so, too, especially between the 60s and 70s. Right. As far as, like, shit like that's all concerned. So, I don't know. <laughs> also, this is very funny. Emerson is, like, grabbing Jess's face. And all microphone. Yeah. So, sorry if you heard a... Pfft, it's her new thing to pinch my face. I mean, it's a cute face. Grab my so. hair. Oh, my God. She's so cute, though. Like, I she's know. right now. I guess all that. She's so cute. Um, so that was my depressing case for the day. Um, yeah. Do you have anything fun and fresh to share? Anything new that you've been watching, listening to, etc.? Um, no, I'm kind of like in between things right now. Um, we wa- well, we are gonna watch Bad Boys Three. We watched. We had a Netflix party, you guys. We did. It was really fun. I re- I recommend doing it with your friends. We yep. basically set up Zoom on one computer and a mm-hmm. Netflix party on another, and yep. then and then we streamed it to our. Um, TV and um, you can like chat with each other or like obviously talk through Zoom. So yeah, we Zoomed and then um, just needed it. Yeah, we did a drinking game through for Bad Boys like one. Literally, we had to drink every time they said fuck, which was a lot. Like in the first five minutes, that was like at least ten times. Yeah, like the rules were like every time they say fuck, every time they call Mike by name, um, and you know other things too. But I mean, like those two things specifically, like got us wrecked. Yeah, so Ugh. it was fun. I didn't really drink, though, because I ended up starting to, like, feed the baby. And, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it was it was really fun. So if you're bored and you want to do something with your friends, um, I, I think I had a lot of fun, and I think we were going to try to do that, like, weekly because it's yep. just for the soul. Until Absolutely. Until we're out of quarantine. Yes. Um, my other fun and fresh thing other than that, because that was going to be one of them, was that uh, we watched the beginning of the uh, season four of Nailed It on Netflix. I don't know if you watch that show at all. No. <gasps> okay, so if you don't know what Nailed It is, um, I'm, saying this it. For, I'm saying this for the class mostly. Okay. It's um, a baking show for mediocre bakers. Um, it's people that either like can't bake or like their family jokes that they're bad bakers or whatever, and they go through like a full-on baking competition. Um, it's all on Netflix. Nicole Byer is the host, and she is a fucking gem. I love her. Um, and they have like another pastry chef as like the other main judge and then they have like a third person that's either someone in like the baking space or another comedian so funny the first round is usually like a confection of some sort like they have to like recreate like a small thing whether it's like a cake pop or like a you know a cookie or whatever that's like well decorated and like the joke is that like the turns out super ugly and they're like nailed it uh, like those like Pinterest fails type of thing. Like that's yeah, what the that whole premise of the show is. Okay, gotcha. Um, and then the winner of that round gets what's called the golden baking cap. And so they get like extra time to 
work on the second round, which is a like full on like Food Network championship cake situation. So it's like a huge cake that's like decorated tiers. They have like three hours to make it. And there's like usually a lot of sculpting and fondant and decoration involved. It fails so hard. Right. Like I think I'm a pretty good baker, but like I I would struggle with this, like for sure. <laughs> um, it's very funny and Nicole Byer is hysterical but like some of these people like can't even follow the directions on how to bake things so it tastes like ass half the time and like you see them like take a bite and they're like <laughs> and sometimes I might like, have to try it that sounds funny yeah and like if it's good they're like wow that was actually tasty <laughs> like <laughs> but sometimes like and like I listen to her podcast um Nicole Byer has a podcast called why won't you date me first of all it's very funny especially being people that have in long-term relationships it's very funny to listen to people date yeah like sure. in real time basically yeah but like she talks about nailed it all the time on the podcast and she's like no like we actually have to eat those things and they're usually terrible like <laughs> that's great um so I highly recommend um it's very funny um yeah, season four just dropped. They also have a holiday edition, so it's, like, Christmas baked goods and stuff, so that's kind of fun, too. Oh, okay. Um, so we watched that the other night, and that was a lot of fun. Funsies. Yeah. Putting on the list. Yes, you should. Um, definitely love that one. Um, but I think that's all we have for this week. Yep. Um, we'll yeah. catch you Wednesday with our screen recap, and then we'll catch you on Monday. Yes, with another one. Have and a good week. Stay yes. home. And wash your motherfucking hands. Yeah. All right. Adios. Okay, bye.